Hello, everybody, and how are you doing? And welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. My name is Hiram, and on this platform, we are helping men, helping men uh, be able to redefine greatness through service. And so today, I have someone on that I believe is going to be able to help us in this aspect of becoming great and dealing with certain things. I really have been on this journey of trying to help men as well as myself deal with when it comes in reference to our feelings. And I know surely as a lot of men, that's a, that's a cliche of conversation that we are here. But I want to specifically deal with something today that I have um, this guest that is coming on. I know that he is going to help us. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing with Anchor. I found that I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or I might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. to do me a favor and welcome to me daniel how you doing sir oh i'm doing great wow that was uh quite the introduction (laughs) (laughs) thank you daniel thank you man uh do me a favor before we dive into our conversation um introduce yourself to everyone and just so they can get a chance to get to know you a little bit and then we'll kind of go through this journey and, um, and see what, see what tools we can bring out of our bags. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my name is, uh, Daniel Reyes. Uh, I'm up in, uh, Northern Idaho. Um, you know, uh, background is about four years ago. I, I nearly died. I spent like two months in the hospital. Um, three weeks of which was in an end of life room. So I've, I've had quite the ordeal and, and, but, you know, thank God I, I've really turned things around and I've lost a ton of weight and significantly improved my health. And I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm I'm glad that you are on um, and I'm glad that we're going to have this conversation. I know when we initially talked uh, and you were telling me your journey and telling me your story um, after we got off the phone, I was like, I can't wait to have this conversation. I can't <laughs> wait uh, to be able to bring you on and dive in because, you know, as I shared before, there are so many people, so many men that struggle in this area. 
and but there's there's so many other pieces and so before we i, I feel like i'm i feel like yes. it's oh yeah like i'm about to give the movie away and <laughs> um, but so i don't i don't want to go too deep let's dive into the conversation really really good uh and then it'll make more sense to everyone that is listening so so in your story you say uh even in the intro um you had a, you you had some situations in reference to your weight you know tell me some more about that and we'll we'll go more into it yeah, so my whole life, my weight has been my issue, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't ever remember a time not being overweight or mm-hmm. not trying to be on a diet and losing the weight. Like, um, my my grandfather was a uh, professional wrestler in Mexico and bodybuilder. Wow. So it's not a genetic thing, really, for, mm-hmm. for me. It was, um, I had been born with a heart condition. And typically with cardiac patients... Uh, there's a there's a high likelihood of of being overweight. Mm-hmm. That's just they go hand in hand, right? And uh, so yeah, so I, I was always trying to lose weight. He was always you know showing me different ways to try, and just it wasn't working no matter what I did. So like, I get the frustration people have with with these things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're not in a long yeah, yeah, I'm because I've. Um... I per se, I, I, I guess I would say more so mine is genetic uh, on some sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I was a very, I don't want to say very, very skinny, but I was thin and skin, skin and bones when I was younger. Um, you know, then as I got older, then I started to gain weight and things of that nature. Um, but what through your process, through your process of going through what you went through and dealing with your weight, how did you kind of, what are some of the things that I guess you would say that kind of shifted that or even some of, before we get into your shift, let's get into what was the emotional piece that you dealt with being, um, or, you know, kind of living in this context of just being overweight. Yeah. Um, that's a big question. Uh, I, I mean, I always felt insecure, right. You always, mm. you always feel insecure about your body. Um, yeah. I, I, I looking back at it, I think there was a little bit of just being a kid and like a teenager and, you know, mm. you're, you're not exactly the most secure person then. So right, like, right. there's some of that, but, but yeah. then also when it's, it's constantly brought up by friends and family, like, mm. Hey, you need to take care of yourself. There's, there's something that happens to you there. You know, yeah. there's, there's an insecurity that gets built because you're not seen as a person. You're seen as a problem that needs to be fixed. Mm. you know yeah and that's that's really hard to live with no that is no that that's i think that that probably is more stressful than just the weight itself um Mm -hmm. you know because now uh in your and i'm thinking about in your scenario your situation you were raised kind of with that already so it wasn't one of those things where you gained it later on or accident or whatever happened then you had it it's like this has been kind of what you are and so now for when people share or say those statements i can just imagine the emotional feeling of of feeling not that you're not good enough or you know feeling that you're not meeting those standards i can imagine the feeling mm-hmm. that that probably had had um uh, with you now where did your shift come from or that transition in reference to you losing uh losing the the amount of weight that you have at this point yeah, so I 
basically it all stems from four years ago, right? In, mm-hmm. in, in the end of life room. Okay. Um, it, it was a bad, bad situation. Um, basically, you know, I'd been heavy my whole life. I, I had the heart condition, but the mm-hmm. heart condition, like it's something to, to keep an eye on, but it's not, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't inhibiting my life at all. Okay. But at this point, um, I ended up getting blood clots in my lungs and in my right leg. Mm. And so it, that was a bad situation. And then with the heart, like it all just compounded on each other. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, so basically they pulled me aside and said, look, um, you're probably going to need a heart transplant at some point within the next five years. So we mm. don't just give those away to anybody. You have to be within a certain BMI to even be considered. Okay. So uh, you're, you're nowhere near it right now. So you've got to lose all this weight hmm. or that could be it. Like that, that's it. Five years. Wow. So, I mean, yeah. So that, that ticking clock is very motivating. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can see that would be, yeah. Yeah. But, um, but basically, you know, at that point, then I I'm trying everything, right. You, you named the diet. I I've been trying it. It's not that I hadn't tried them before and I've had some success with diets, you know, different, mm-hmm. different varying ones, but almost every time without fail, it goes for about, I don't know, two to three months mm-hmm. and then it starts slowing down and then it stops and then you get mad. Right. <laughs> and then you're like, what am I going to do? And then you eat and then, and then, uh, and then it all comes back. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and it brings friends <laughs> and now you're even worse and you're mad. And you don't know what to do. So you go try yep. something else. Yeah. You've been there, I imagine. Yep. Right? This, a lot this of continual cycle. This continual yeah. cycle over and over again. Yep. So, yes, sir. So there's some I mean. science behind it, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And, and a lot of that is because when you diet, right, as opposed to fasting, right, mm-hmm. when you diet, you actually, you're reducing the amount of calories that you take in. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what type of diet it is. That's the goal of a diet. Okay. And you are slowly reducing your metabolism. Mm. So your body will adapt to the lower nutrients that you're giving it. Wow. So that's that slow down. Yeah. So the problem is then when you get frustrated and you eat, well, your metabolism is already lower. Right. Right. So it has nothing to. Wow. So, so now it brings it all back and stores it because it just went like, Dude, we didn't have much food for a long time. Yeah. I don't know what's yeah. going on. I got to I got to store this. Whereas with fasting, it immediately switches and goes, "Well, we got to burn all this fat cuz there's nothing around." Mm. So I like that. I I didn't yeah. and I didn't know that that I didn't know that that was a scientific thing. Um yeah. but that makes sense though. It makes sense right? that when you're you're literally making your metabolism slow down, as well as you're you're forcing yourself to stop, you know, whatever that thing is that you're stopping to eat for whatever yeah. time period it is. Um, but then it also makes sense, surely, when you have scenarios where you go on these diets and then you're adding on like a workout on top of it and you're not seeing the type of, you know, momentum or different things because your metabolism is low. Man, that right. makes so much sense. Doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense, Daniel. You're helping me. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's why fasting is so powerful, right? Mm-hmm. Because 
it, it cuts through that and and it goes right to the fat and starts burning that and right right yeah now, it's nuts. Now, yeah now what fasting specifically because i know people are listening um and watching and they're like okay he's saying fasting he's he talking about abstaining from food for a long period of time or <laughs> what what specifically what fasting are we talking about yeah you know i like to joke around that there's a million different ways to not eat right because that's because uh-huh. <laughs> that's what it is you yeah. know are, are you gonna fast 16 8 are you gonna fast uh there's the alternate day where one day you don't fast and then and then you do fast and you go back and forth yeah uh, there there's five two where like five days out of the week you, you eat kind of healthy and then mm. two days is, is pretty strict fast um there's a ton there's absolutely a ton right. uh i would say I, i've tried them all at mm. some point um when i first started right uh, i knew i had to do something right right so yeah. i i i started i figured okay i can do 16 8 that seems reasonable for me okay right so i started there but then i got used to it hmm. and then i was like okay this feels comfortable i'm gonna go longer without eating okay. and eventually i got to only eating once a day hmm. and i did that for a long time and okay. i got really comfortable with that and then i decided well I wonder, can I eat every other day? One time every other day? Hmm. And I did that for a while. And and now, like with the fasting dice, I, you know, I, I can roll and change it up. Mm-hmm. But I, I've developed my own for myself that I go days. Like I'll, I'll roll it, you know, I'll go a couple days or a day, whatever the dice says. And then hmm. I'll just change it up that way. Wow. And, and that's comfortable for me because I built that, right? Yeah. Right. It's 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 like running, right? You build the endurance to go. You don't just run a marathon. Yeah. Same thing with fasting. So yeah, okay. So, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds nuts, but but once you get to that point, it's amazing and it feels yeah. so good. It's surprising. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. So anybody that's listening and watching, I, I want y'all to hear this. First off, one, Daniel, hats off to you um for you to even get to that point in reference to where not only are you fasting you know doing kind of like i'm guessing this is the intermediate type fasting um Mm -hmm. and so in this intermediate fasting now you've gotten to a point where you have basically trained your body to be able to deal with these if it's one meal a day if it's two days if you know whatever that is you've trained your body to know how to continue to function and do what it needs to do um, with that. So with that being said, for those that are watching and listening, yours might not be the, be get jumping into a one day because right. I, and yeah. I'm guessing yeah. you didn't, you didn't start with just doing one meal a day. Um, no, no, no. I started with 16, eight. Like, I, yeah. I, so, I yeah. So 16, eight, that means what, if I'm correct, it's eight hours that you do eat or you don't eat. It's eight hours that you eat, but it's not, you know, it's not eight hours of continuous eating, right? It's not right. a buffet. <laughs> it's, you have the opportunity to eat within eight hours. Right. So, yeah. So you have eight hours where you have the opportunity to eat. I'm glad you clarified mm-hmm. that, Daniel. Help yeah. us all. You have the opportunity to eat in the eight hours and then 16 hours you're not eating. But I do believe you, you can drink water um uh water and i think tea or something to that effect right yeah so there's a lot of people who are very strict about like oh you can't have this and you can't have that mm-hmm. look if you're doing this do what you need to do to make it sustainable right 
So I like, like I have black coffee. Okay. That's fine. It, you mm -hmm. know, I've been doing yeah. it. It works, you know, or I'll have tea. Like I have tea right now with me in the middle of a fast. Mm -hmm. It's fine. You okay. Know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but those, those are okay to have, mm -hmm. you know, um, there is some studies that show like, like if you have um, drinks with artificial sweeteners, like diet Cokes or sodas mm -hmm. or, or sports drinks that are like zero calories, Mm -hmm. Those artificial sweeteners do make it harder to fast because okay. it triggers your hunger emotions. Yeah. Because the sweetness of it, like your your body goes, oh, are we eating? What's going on? And so it'll make you think that, that you want to eat. So those I would stay away from. But other than that, yeah. Okay. So the 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 reason why i i'm one of the reasons why i want to preference this piece with everyone that's listening and watching is because of this one of the things that we all have to understand surely when you're talking about shifting our lives in reference to making getting healthy things of that nature trying to lose weight in any form um you have to find the thing that works for you the thing that you can live with I love that you, Daniel, you specified the difference. It's a difference between he was dieting at one point and he told you the negative pieces and thought process um, behind the dieting context. But when he talks about fasting, he's all actually talking about it also in a lifestyle. So this has now become his lifestyle that he lives. So what you want to be able to learn or find out is what, what is something that you can be able to do as a lifestyle? Can you can you withstand from eating sweets for the rest of your life? You know, can you withstand from you know um, eating certain meats for the rest of your life? It's if if that's not what you know that you can give up for the remainder of your life, then that's not going to be a lifestyle. That's something temporary, and that's called and considered as a diet. Um, but what I also want to want to kind of talk about, Daniel, is this aspect as well is during your time of going through this new lifestyle change, what was the emotional piece that comes with it? Because I know for me, one of the things when I have tried to do, I'd say per se diets or just tr try to change up my lifestyle in reference to how I eat and working out or whatever those things might be, I'll get into a point where something will hit me emotionally. It might not even be anything with my weight. It might not even be what I'm eating. Mm -hmm. It is literally, it hits me emotionally. And yeah, what I happens. found out about myself is that I'm an emotional eater. So when I mm -hmm. when I get into an emotional spin or I have a bad day or whatever, the, the comfort for me was, was going to a snack or, you know, consuming something and eating mm -hmm. something. So did you go through that same piece? And if so, how did you break through that and break past that? Yeah, I mean, you know, we have the term comfort food for a reason, right? <laughs> right. It's a thing that we do. You know? Yeah. And and I still have that. Like, you know, there's times where I'd be like, man, some cheesecake sounds amazing right now. You know? <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I'm a person. It's Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and I do give myself those opportunities. I don't know, maybe once a month. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll do okay. something, but you know, I don't, I don't do it all the time. Yeah. And the funny thing is with this, I'm so addicted to the results I'm getting that, I, <laughs> that when it comes time, there's times I'm like, I, I don't want to, I really don't right. want to, I'm, yeah. I'm right. doing too good. 
you know? Um, yeah. But, but for, for your initial question, yeah. Uh, that was tough because, you know, when I first started it, I was in a bad, bad spot, right? Mm-hmm. I, uh, my mobility was shot. Like I couldn't walk more than a few feet with, without wow. huffing and puffing or, or just um, mm. there were points where I, I literally could not walk on my feet uh, at all. So it was, it was tough. Right. So you're going through that and then you take away food. That's, that's rough. So I I needed to come up with something. So what I came up with was, um, I kept a notebook with me and I still Mm -hmm. do every now and then. And, And I thought, okay, if we're emotionally eating, if I'm feeling down and I feel like a hamburger is going to make me feel better or whatever, Mm -hmm. um, First, I'm going to write down what's making me feel bad, whatever that is, right? Mm. Then I'm going to write um, what I can currently do about it. Is there anything I can do about it? Mm. Then I'm going to write how food is going to help that. Yeah. Yeah. And then after writing that out, you look at it and you're like, well, Cheetos ain't going to help this. Mm-hmm. you know <laughs> <laughs> so like i don't i don't need to plus also like writing it out right you, you right kind of like start processing the emotion yeah so, wow i never thought about doing that yeah because i mean that would probably because the emotion is still there mm-hmm. but the way to resolve it Basically, what you're doing is you're thinking, like you said, you're thinking through the process and really connecting to say, is this really going to fix the problem? You know, is me getting that burger, is me going and, you know, getting a bunch of snacks or, you know, whatever that might be, is that thing going to fix this problem? Yeah, chicken nuggets ain't going to help this. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Yeah. So if it's not going to fix the problem, then there's no reason for me to do it. Right. And then eventually that does, you know, the, the mindset of how to be able to fix that feeling changes. Mm-hmm. I never thought about writing it down. Yeah. yeah. Never thought. I've that was heard, a game changer for me when I thought about that. Yeah. I need to, I, I think I need to start doing that because that's a process. That is, that is mm-hmm. a, a wonderful process. I've heard it through other conversations that I've had mm-hmm. um, where they talk about, you know, writing down how you feel about, you know, just your day or whatever that might be, or, you know, what you're feeling in that moment to start the process of just dealing with your feelings or being able to express your feelings as a man, but I never connected it to my weight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you don't want to keep a notebook, just, you know, your notes app in your phone, that'll do it. Yeah. Just sit there and text it out. It's fine. So any man that is listening right now, Mm -hmm. or you are watching right now, Um, If it's a wife that has snuck into these conversations and you're listening right now, um, this is a great moment. I have literally tried to figure out different various of ways. I've I've talked to people that I know that um, that 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 help me in different areas and ask them, okay, when I have this feeling, what am I supposed how am I supposed to change it? Because if I'm not going to change it, I'm going to be. I'm going to continue to gain weight. This is not going to change. I'm, you know, the break, I'll never get that break um, of, of fixing that problem of when I have emotions and I go directly 
to this, when I feel like I need, this is the only thing that can comfort me. And none of those suggestions has been this. So I challenge you that when you have that moment, when you have that crave, or you have that moment of where you feel like you need to be able to find something to comfort what you're feeling, take a pause, open up your phone, um, if you got to, you know, if you got to go and get your, go get a notebook, get something to write on, uh, you know, mm -hmm. I have my, I got my, my tablet, you know, whatever that is, take a moment, pause and write down the feeling. How am I yep. feeling right now? Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? <clears throat> and is this really going to fix that feeling or mm -hmm. is it going to be temporary? And I right. think a lot of decisions that we make, and you can agree to this as well, Daniel, a lot of the decisions that we make are temporary decisions or temporary right. fixes. You know, if right. it's through our food, if it's through, uh, you know, drinking or whatever that might be, they're temporary fixes, but they're not actually fixing how we're actually feeling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This well, is and especially in my case that I needed to lose weight, right? Whenever yeah. I write down the problems and the issues, you know, and then writing, you know, well, ice cream ain't going to help this. It's only going to make it worse in the long term. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's it definitely helps. It, it helped me a lot. You know, yeah. So. No. And that's and that's really what I believe is good. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm going to apply this to my own life. I'm about, I'm about to start when <laughs> I have awesome. these moments. Uh, yeah, yeah. When I have these moments I'm and I'm going to be like, Daniel said, to type this out, write this out, um, mm -hmm. and this is going to help me. And I believe that, it, I really do believe that it will. So now that you've been doing it, now you've been doing it, I think you said, for how long now? Four years? Well, I, I've had four years to to lose the weight, right? So in those okay. four years, I've, I've tried everything, man. Everything. Right. I, I even looked at weight loss surgery. Um, mm. That, the, you know, I, there's a couple clinics, uh, within an hour of where I live that do weight loss surgery. Okay. And, um, yeah, I, I looked into that. I looked into the success rates. Um, I looked into, I have family members who have had weight loss surgery. Okay. And, okay. um, and the, the, the concern I had going in was all the people I know that I've had weight loss surgery, mm. it worked for about a year and then it came back <laughs> and it came back worse. Right. But it, but again, it was like a lot of it was that diet thing we talked about, mm. right? Yeah. And then a lot of it too is you know there there's different clinics around the country that that offer these surgeries, mm -hmm. but some the, it's literally you walk in, you pay the money, you get the surgery, you walk out, and that's it. Then wow. there's others that have programs yeah. where they kind of guide you through it. The ones that have programs tend to have higher success rates. Okay. But, um, you know, that there's that popular show right now, My 600 Pound Life, right? Right. The whole thing is about weight loss surgery. Yeah. You know, the doctor in that show even says that like 90% of weight loss surgery is not successful if you do not handle the underlying issues. Right. So right. you've got to attack that. And I, me and my wife actually watched that show. Um, mm -hmm. And... A lot of what I recognize as being those real underlying issues is people's feelings. And it just keeps them in that pocket um, until they have a scenario where it's literally 
uh, a life and death situation. And they're now yeah. trying to break out of that so that they can live longer and, you know, those type of things. Um, but a lot of it has been the same thing is that root of their emotions. And they, they are just constant emotionally eating and they just don't like themselves. That makes them eat more. They don't like how they feel. Mm -hmm. That makes them eat more. It's just that constant revolve. And that's really what I wanted, what I, why one of the reasons why I wanted us to have this conversation, um, because when me and you talked, you know, we titled this specifically, uh, <laughs> why can't I lose weight? And, yeah. and at the, at the end of it, it really has become for a lot of us, I would say is because of that same factor is because of our emotions and really not being able to deal with that in the correct way. And I think that so far you've already given us a tool to be able to deal with that um, and to be able yeah. to progress. So one, the question I want to ask Daniel is what did you do? Okay. You, you went through the process, you started the fasting, you are now figuring out this way of how to deal with your emotions and you're journaling it down, you know, writing these things down to help yourself think through these process. Mm -hmm. um, but just like anything else, after a certain time period, <laughs> we get those mm -hmm. what I would consider as testers. You know, you get mm -hmm. something that happens, it hits you, um, you know, and, you know, uh, and, and to test to see if you really got what you say you got. How have you been able to hold on to it as long as you have? Well, so the great thing about fasting, especially in the beginning, is it does give you pretty great results very quickly. Okay. So getting those results really grounded me to want to keep going and, and you know, to pursue this. Yeah. Um, there were times where, like, I had to change up what I was eating uh, mm -hmm. When I did eat, because, you know, fasting is great, but if you go and eat junk food afterwards, it ain't, you know, ain't gonna make a difference. It, it's right. not, yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you do have to eat nutritionally. Uh, you, you got to eat good stuff. Um, I, I strongly recommend keeping it low carb or, or no carb okay. when you do eat, you know, okay. um, one, uh, when you do that, your body adapt is what they call it, fat adapts. Okay. So when you do when you do fast, it's actually easier to fast if you're mm. not having carbs. Um, mm. You know, I, I don't know how much uh, people would know this looking in, um, but uh, sumo wrestlers actually do kind of intermittent fasting. But wow, part of the problem is <laughs> they do a lot of carbs. Right? right, right, right. So they eat a lot of carbs and then they go to sleep right after they eat. So mm, okay, those kinds okay. of things negotiate negate the fasting because they they typically do like a 16 8 so it does mm. matter what you eat and mm. how you go about it right daniel yeah. you are you're bringing so much information to the table <laughs> that i did not know about. i'm yeah. like what sumo wrestlers do do the 16 8 i did not know this at all but but so okay so but if you look at that too is They've done studies on on how healthy sumo wrestlers are. Mm -hmm. They're surprisingly healthy for their size, like surprisingly, and and a part of that is the fasting. So it, it it's nuts how how much that really helps. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. Okay, so 
this is what I'm going to do for everybody that's listening. I'm going to challenge everybody. I'm about to challenge everybody because Daniel is putting so much out here that's messing with me right now. So I'm 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 going to put I'm going to push everyone and do um let's challenge everybody for this. This is what the challenge is going to be. Okay. I'm going to challenge you to let's start looking at doing some form of intermediate fasting. Now they do, like you stated, they do have different levels. So don't, don't jump into it. If you surely, if you have not been doing any, don't jump into it. Talk yeah. about, I'm going to do what Daniel does and he only eats twice a month. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh -uh, no, don't no, do no, 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 Yeah. So let's start off. Let's start off slow. But what I also want you to attach to it and this challenge, what I also want you to attach to it is I want you to attach some form of journaling. When you feel the emotions that that contradict what you're trying to go after, um, or not even per se the emotion that contradict the, but when you feel the emotion that make you want to do something that contradicts where you're trying to go, I want you to write it before you make an before you make an action. So it's yeah. plainly saying if if you're feeling overwhelmed, if you're feeling depressed in that day. Um, if you're feeling whatever that negative feeling might be, instead of going to the thing that's going opposite than where you're trying to go, like for me, again, I go after snacks. I'm a, I'm a cookie monster. For I've been that since I was a child. So first thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna find me some cookies. I'm going, you know, I'm going for <laughs> some form of snacks. And, right. um, and but again, that would that's my comfort. So I'm challenging you because I'm putting myself in the challenge. So it's not, I ain't just throwing it out there. Then y'all gonna be the only people out here doing it. Um, but whatever that thing might be. Now you might be listening and your thing might not be weight. You might not be right. the person that says, hey, you know, I've been struggling with my weight all this time. You might not be that scenario. You might be in perfect shape. You might be what me and Daniel is trying to get to. Um, that right. You might be that person listening. But I want you to still focus on this aspect of what does your negative feelings take you to do? Does it take you to, to have to go grab a bottle? Does it take you to go have to, uh, you know, do some form of, you know, it might be a drug thing. Does it take you to go do where you feel like you got to go satisfy this negative feeling by going to find a woman? What, whatever that thing might be that takes you down somewhere because of how you feel in that present moment. Before you step out and do it, I want you to journal it. I want you to put it in your phone. I want you to find, you know, have, carry a notebook if you got to. Whatever you have to do, um, let's put some form of action to it. Let's let's write the thought process down so that we can become better. The purpose of me and Daniel's conversation is to be able to help us emotionally deal with this thing the right way. Because, again, for a lot of men, this is our struggle um, in reference to our weight. And it is attached to this aspect of our emotions. And because of those negative emotions, we we keep on two different weights. <laughs> we have the physical weight that we that we can naturally see. Mm -hmm. And then we're carrying some emotional baggage. Um, that continues to weigh us down. And that's what me and Daniel, we wanted to make sure we we fixed that through this conversation. Yeah. Um, when, when I first started too, when, when I was really trying to change things, um, 
I, I do a lot of audiobooks listening to them. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones I listened to was uh, how, uh, I don't want to say the full name of it because it'll, it, it's a swear word in the name, but uh, how to, how to un-F your brain is the name gotcha. of the book. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And, and in there, they have a really great suggestion is you write down um, what your goal is, right? We've mm-hmm. heard that before, mm-hmm. but also mm-hmm. write down what you believe you're going to feel like when you achieve that goal. Mm, I like that. And then write why it's why you are worthy of reaching that goal and getting that feeling. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That was a huge game changer for me. Yeah, you know? that is. That's a very yeah. big game changer. Yeah. And, and with that one, like I keep that in my phone and especially in the beginning when I would be tempted to break, I would look at that statement that I wrote myself and why I deserve to to lose the weight and mm. you know things weren't that tasty after that you know right <laughs> i wanted that feeling. right <laughs> yeah. i like that so it's it's what's your goal mm-hmm. um is what the what emotion would you feel when you reach it yeah when you achieve that goal how are you going mm-hmm. to feel okay when you yeah. achieve that goal how are you going to feel and then the third one is do you feel that you are worth feeling that? Basically, why you are worth feel, why why you why? are worthy of achieving that? Yeah. Okay. Why you self sabotage is real. You know? Right. It is. It really, really yeah. is. Yeah. I like that though. I like that. Um, I am gonna t- for those that are watching and listening. I'm gonna tag that uh, audio book um, yeah. underneath Daniel's information. I'm gonna tag yeah. that um, under underneath in the description below. Because again, it's wisdom, it's information, mm-hmm. um, it's things that are helping us to break these pieces, and so that's that's a very good nugget. I'll also put those three um, in there as well um, in the description so that you can be able to take it and answer it yourself. What is the goal that you're trying to go after? Um, you know, uh, what try what the what is the emotion that you will feel when you achieve that goal? And mo- I think that this is probably the, one of the most important pieces is, is why do you feel that you are um, uh, worthy? I would use that word worthy to be yeah. able to reach this goal, um, because sometimes we don't even feel even though we want to lose it, even though we want to change. Sometimes mm-hmm. we don't feel that we are worthy to have it. And so I, I think that that would be great to be able to be as something that you keep before you as you continue to go forward. Daniel, I told you, you keep bringing some great stuff <laughs> to this conversation that is helping us. So what what advice, what advice or uh, advice would you give to the man that is listening that is has been tired of being where he is and now he's listening to this conversation and he's saying he's gonna try it. He's gonna go, he's gonna try to make the change. What would be your advice to him? One, you can do it. Like, absolutely you can. Like, I I was in such a bad spot that if, if it wasn't going to work for somebody, it wasn't going to work for me, right? Like, uh, I was just bad, bad, bad. Right. But, so it's, it's possible to turn it around. I have, right? Yeah. Um, so... So you can do that, but it's not going to be easy. 
there, there's a difference between simple and easy. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. simple, right? Don't eat. It's not easy. Right. So <laughs> same thing. Your goals are simple. It's, you know, it's not going to be easy and be yeah. ready for that. Yeah. Uh, another thing I would say is have a game plan already for when things turn south. Hmm. Because life is going to happen. There's going to be challenges that pop up. And those are typically the things that you're not ready for. And so it blindsides you and, and you run to cookies or you run to ice cream or whatever. Right. Yeah. So yeah. already have that game plan in your head so that when it does happen, you're ready. Yeah, I like that. And I'm telling you, Daniel, you're, this is you're just a man full <laughs> of so much wisdom because that is I think that that's something that we don't prepare for. We prepare for the meals. We prepare for the food that we we need to stay away from. You know, we prepare for everything, but we don't prepare for what will happen when something hits you. Like what will happen when, you know, it doesn't start working out the way that you that you think. You know, what will happen if you're weighing yourself and you don't lose the weight that you think in the time frame? You know, all of those things are thought process that normally um, are reasons why we go backwards and say this don't work or quit in the midst of it. And so um, I'm I'm thankful that you did that. You brought that up and you, that you said that because that's going to help so many people. And really being very honest, um, this conversation is really helping me. That's why I'm 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 repeating <laughs> a lot of what you're saying and going. Yeah, through yeah, all I'm glad. Yeah. Because because I'm looking for some change within me uh, so that I don't have to continue to go through the same exact cycle as yeah. well. You know, so this is this is helpful. Um, this is helpful in so many different various of ways. And um, and so thank you. Thank you for uh, bringing your wisdom. Thank you for bringing your story and your life um, in this conversation and allowing us to be able to learn from your example of how to make this thing really, really work. Um, I'm just happy to help people. Like, yes, sir. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, man. No, and you're helping. So, just for the sake of saying, if you don't help anybody else in the entire world, this guy <laughs> right here, you got me. <laughs> good, good. You got me, Daniel. You got me. You got me. Um, so, I want to ask this question, and I'm going to shift to uh, uh, one of our last questions that I love to ask everyone that comes on. But I want to ask this question because I can hear that there might be a man that's listening to this conversation and he's saying, okay. I hear what Daniel is saying. I hear what Hiram is saying. You know, it sounds like a bunch of good wisdom, but, you know, good instructions, good things or whatever. But I don't know what was Daniel's real results. So can you share what was your real results that came out of when you started the process, went through the process and um, now where you are currently from where they were giving you five years to where we are currently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, when when I started, right, uh, I don't know what my top, top weight is mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. in the middle of, of, of everything, um, I when I was in the end of life room, I, I had uh, I'd been confined to the bed for a week because I had mm-hmm. internal bleeding. And yeah. and at that point, they stopped weighing me because they 
they just didn't know what to do at that point. And, and yeah. with the internal bleeding that, I mean, it could, any movement could be it. So, so they stopped weighing me. Wow. Uh, the last I knew at my top, I was right around <laughs> 460. And, wow. and I, and I'm only like five foot four. So I, I was a little bowling ball, you wow. know? Um, and, and throughout the whole four years of trying to lose weight, I would lose some, gain it back, lose some, get, so it was constantly stop, start, start, start. Yeah. So when I did this, I, I had another stop, start, right? Mm-hmm. So was I 460 at the start? Probably, maybe more. I don't, Yeah. It, yeah. it's hard to say. My, my home scale stops at, at 390. Hmm. And, right. and when I first started this, it, it took a couple of months before I could even weigh myself on the scale and see a number. Wow. wow. So, so hmm. I, I say that I start at 460, but I, I don't know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I am now, uh, as of just two days ago, I'm at 295. Wow. Um, so, yeah. So I am down, what, 165 ish? Yeah. Um, at mm. least in, in 10 months, you know, but, but more than that, more than that, right. I have my mobility back. I'm in the gym five, six, seven days a week. Um, Mm-mm-mm. I'm living my life again. I can do things. Um, on top of that, uh, just recently, what two, a month ago, mm-hmm. I went and saw my cardiologist and he was just like, he doesn't talk about uh, needing a heart transplant in five years anymore. Right. He's like, right. well, wow. He's like, you're, you're doing good. You know, next year we're going to, we're going to test your heart in these ways. But so far it looks great. I asked him like, what do you think? He's like, well, if you can get to the BMI, you know, it'll help you. But you know, mm-hmm. you, you've probably mm-hmm. got decades at this point. Wow. Amazing. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I saw my hematologist uh, for the blood clots, you know, just mm-hmm. uh, two, three months ago. Uh, I got to go see him again pretty soon, actually. But he he did my my blood work, and this is the first time I've done blood work since the fasting. Mm-hmm. And with the medications, we've seen improvement in my blood work. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as I understand it, they they look for for like sp- specific proteins to that tell them that you're susceptible to clots or whatever. Okay. But okay. this last time was the first time with fasting. So he walks in, he looks at the paperwork and he goes, yeah, this is perfect. And I was wow. like, well, what do you mean? He's like, he's like, oh, it's perfect. I go, what do you mean for like me, right? With my issues. <laughs> you like, it, it looks good. He's like, no, 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 it's perfect. Mm. You know, uh, wow. I mean, I'm still on my meds because that's one test, right? They're yeah. Not, yeah. They need yeah. to see multiple Some, yeah yeah multiple before we start talking that but it's motivation yeah for sure yep yep you know keep going and, and literally to go from i can't walk to i'm doing whatever i want now in 10 months with mm. all this weight mm-hmm. loss wow yeah wow man yeah that's that and that's why i couldn't leave our conversation without asking that um because as you know, you know this as well as I do, there's so many different conversations that's happening about weight. And majority of those people don't have a story. Um, you know, they don't have any experience of being where we are 
or where you were um, and, you know, and now seeing that transformation in their lives and actually can communicate results, um, how that works, not only on the external, but even talking about, you know, your blood and, you know, all the different other pieces that that is that this lifestyle now that you are living has been affecting. And so I wanted people to be able to hear that because I want them to know this is something that gives you life changing results. And it gives um, you life. Yeah, it does. It truly, truly does. And yeah. um, and I'm grateful again. I'm, I'm grateful that you are here on this podcast, having this conversation um, and allowing people to be able to hear your story um, and being able to give them the thing that they need now for their motivation to start making a change within them. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you for that. Um, So the last question that I do have, and this is a Mm -hmm. question that I ask any person that comes on the podcast, and it is what's greatness to you? What do you define greatness as? I, for me, I, I think greatness is the ability to, to add to other people's lives. Mm. Not, yeah. not just your own, but others. I, I think there's, there's a lot of wisdom and a lot of peace in, in benefiting others. Okay. And so for me, that's greatness. Yes, sir. No, that is, yeah. that is truly, truly greatness. Um, I loved asking that question because one, you get various of different answers um, because of different people's background and lifestyle of their journey. And, um, but majority of the people, they answer it really almost the same. And um, it might per se come off in reference to sounding different but it basically sometimes comes off the same conversation. And so um, I believe that that is, that truly is what greatness is. So again, I'm so thankful that you took out some time to spend with me and, uh, and help me out a little bit and, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, and help some others. And um, I, you, I, I pray that you'll be able to see my journey of transformation and, and I'll make sure that as I continue to, uh, push and do this challenge for my own self, um, I'm going to connect it and be like, yeah, this all started because of a conversation I had with Daniel. And uh, um, Daniel has helped me in both ways. So you see me physically, but also emotionally, I'm able to change because of a conversation that I had with you. So thank you so much, sir. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yes, sir. So thank you, everyone that is watching this and that is listening to this. Um, As always, I am grateful and thankful that you continue on this journey, because, again, I'm making sure that I'm bringing people that I believe can be able to bring the tools, the wisdom, the things that we need so that we can become great in our own lives. So thank you all. And y'all continue to be blessed and continue to be great. Talk to y'all later. Bye bye. Thank you all for watching this video. My heart is, and that I don't do this for myself. I make sure that I am doing this for you to bring you the tools that you need so you can walk in your greatness. So continue with me every Monday, 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, as well as you can make sure that you listen to me on all podcast platforms. And let's continue to grow this greatness tribe.